0: Hi, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on God's Word, chapter by chapter. This is Brian, and today we are on Hebrews chapter 10. Let me read you a portion of this verse here, verse 22. It says, Let us come forward to the Holy of Holies. Let us come forward. You know, God's desire for us is not just to come forward to Him to receive salvation, but we need to live a life of continually Coming forward to God in our daily life. And so there's a marvelous phrase in Hebrews 10.22. And this phrase is mentioned at least four other times in Hebrews. It's come forward, come forward. This is a call from God to his people. And so i ask you a question. Where are we to come forward to? Well, number one, Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us come forward to the throne of grace. You know, this is the throne of God, which is in heaven. But guess what? Toward us, the believers, it becomes the throne of grace. And so how can we come to the throne of God, which is in heaven, but we're here still living on earth? Well, the secret is our spirit. You know, the throne of grace is in our spirit. And so the very Christ who is sitting on the throne in heaven, he is also in us. In Romans 8.34, it says, who is also at the right hand of God. Christ is at the right hand of God. But then in Romans 8.10, it says, but if Christ is in you, in you where? In your spirit, where the habitation of God is. Amen. Okay, number two, Hebrews 7.25 says, we come forward to God. You know, it says he saves to the uttermost those who come forward to God through him. You know, we may have been saved in the sense of being regenerated or being reborn, but we still need more saving. If we do not come forward, we cannot receive His saving. It's like, you know, it may be raining outside and you have a cup, but the cup cannot receive this rain unless its opening is toward the heavens. And so in the same way, many genuine Christians today do not receive Christ's saving because They do not come forward to God. And sometimes we may be saved from our temper only to a certain extent and not to the uttermost. You know, for the Lord's sake, we may forgive others' mistakes. But to be saved from remembering others' mistakes is to be saved to the uttermost. So we need to be saved to the uttermost, even in our forgiving of others and from all our daily troubles. Okay, number three. Hebrews 10:22 it says let us come forward to the holy of holies you know in this verse in 10:22 the phrase holy of holies is not found in the original greek text but if you consider the context beginning from verse 19 you will see that the meaning certainly is to come forward to the holy of holies you know in the old testament there was the temple of god and the temple of god had three parts. The first part is the outer court. The second part, the holy place. And the third part, the holy of holies. This was the most holy place. We know that God was in his temple. But in what part? Was he in the outer court or in the holy place? No. He was in the holy of holies. You know, there in the holy of holies dwelt the Shekinah presence of God. There in the holy of holies was the ark, which represents Christ. Praise the Lord, in the Holy of Holies was God's presence, was the Shekinah glory. Now in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, We are the temple. We are the temple of God. And so we, human beings, we have three parts. We have our body, soul, and spirit. But in which part of our being does the triune God dwell? Well, 2 Timothy 4.22 says that the Lord is in our spirit. So our spirit is the very holy of holies. Well, in the Old Testament, it was an actual physical temple where God dwelt in the holy of holies. But now we are the temple of God and God dwells, resides in our human spirit. This is where God's presence is. And this is where it's the very residence of Christ. Praise the Lord. So we don't have to wait to go somewhere. No, we have God in Christ. He's so available and he's so near. He's in our spirit. Okay, number four, Hebrews eleven six says, come forward to God. You know, it says he who comes forward to God must believe that God is. You know, this is very simple. You know, God requires us only to believe that he is. Did you know in Exodus chapter three, Moses asked God what his name was and God answered that his name is I am who I am. No, he is i am who i am he is the only one and then in the new testament you know jesus came and he declared that he was the i am three times in john chapter 8 he says unless you believe that i am you will die in your sins and then he says when you lift up the son of man then you will know that i am and then at the end of the chapter the jews said to the lord you are not yet 50 years old and have you seen abraham and Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham came into being, I am. And so according to grammar, you know, this is the wrong tense. The Lord should have said before Abraham came into being, I was. But the Lord said that he is the I am, meaning that he is the very Jehovah. So this is why Paul says in Hebrews eleven six, He who comes forward to God must believe that he is. You know, God is always eternally in the present tense. This implies everything. Do you need God? God is. Do you need food? God is. Now this is why we use the word great in saying that Jesus is the great I am. He told us, I am the life. I am the resurrection. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. He is God. He is the father. He is the son and he is the spirit. He's everything to us. So we must come forward. We must come forward to God. We must come forward to the Holy of Holies. We must come forward to the throne of grace. Praise the Lord, we can come forward. Keep enjoying the Bible.